This postal plebiscite is a referendum on freedom of speech, freedom of religion and safe schools ideology being taught to our children. We should retain the definition of marriage. I feel as a citizen that I am not being respected. We're getting people who are quite concerned and worried about what is going to be two months is going to look like. This is a vote about the lives and dignity of real people. It's a moment in history for all of Australia, gay and straight. Happy New Year and welcome to This Way Out, the international LGBTQ radio magazine. I'm Greg Gordon. Tune in next week for News Wrap, our regular summary of events in or affecting the global queer community. We're throwing a very special anniversary party for the Rainbow Family Down Under this week, so pop the cork with us on This Way Out. How the world can change It can change like that Due to one little word Married See a palace rise From a tomb flat Due to one little word Married Australia's first gay and lesbian legally married couples are celebrating their fifth anniversaries in January 2024. Of course, the march down the politically fraught aisle was long and hard. The conservative agenda of Prime Minister John Howard's Liberal Party sought making the civil institution explicitly heterosexual as a priority and passed an amendment to the Marriage Act in 2004. Over the next 13 years, 22 attempts to overturn that law in Parliament failed, while public support for marriage equality grew. Still, the administration of then-Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull opted for a non-compulsory, non-binding mail-in postal vote on the issue. The turning point came in August of 2017. That's when This Way Out Sydney correspondent Barry Mackay picks up the story. Well, last week has certainly been a hectic week in Australia for the LGBTIQ community. Marriage equality protesters gathered at Sydney's Town Hall on Sunday the 6th of August calling for a free conscience vote in Parliament on same-sex marriage in Australia. What do we want? Marriage equality! When do we want it? Now! As the compulsory voter attendance plebiscite had been shot down in the Senate, a non-compulsory, non-binding postal plebiscite or postal survey became the government's official position. Sections of the Australian media passionately spoke out in favour of marriage equality. A non-binding, non-compulsory postal vote is complete BS. Carl Stefanovic is a host on Channel 9's popular nationally broadcast Today show. Why do we elect officials if not to make decisions that reflect our beliefs? So pull your fingers out in Canberra and get on with it. Popular TV host David Koch took Australia's Treasurer and former Immigration Minister to task on Channel 7's Sunrise program. Scott Morrison, you can understand why so many Australians are so angry that we're just wasting money on this because you politicians don't have the guts to make the decision yourself. David, we promised at the last election that we would give all Australians a say on this. Don't and give we... me that. You break no, no, election promises that, David, all the time. 
Senator Penny Wong, in a same-sex partnership with two children, gave an emotional speech to the Senate, pointing out the harm a plebiscite would have on LGBTIQ families. Her comments were partly directed at Liberal Senator Matthias Cormann, who had earlier said in the Senate that this could be a unifying moment for the country. Have a read of some of the things which are said about us and our families. The Australian Christian lobby described our children as the stolen generation. We love our children, and as do all those couples in this country, same-sex couples who have kids, to being told our children are a stolen generation? You talk about unifying moments? It's not a unifying moment. It's exposing our children to that kind of hatred. One of Australia's most prominent gay figures, former High Court Judge Justice Michael Kirby, said that a plebiscite was an extraordinary and unnecessary measure on the part of the government. I feel as a citizen that I am not being respected. He spoke on the ABC's breakfast program. It wasn't done in the case of the uh, advancement of the equal rights of the Aboriginal people. It wasn't done in respect of women's uh, advancement of legal rights. I mean, it's just the complete political improvisation and it's completely unacceptable. Head of the Australian Christian lobby, Lyle Shelton, weighed in on the debate on the ABC's current affairs show, 7.30. We are very united in working together to persuade our fellow Australians that we should retain the definition of marriage. This postal plebiscite is a referendum on freedom of speech, freedom of religion and safe schools ideology being taught to our children. The cost to the Australian taxpayer, $122 million. The postal survey forms will be sent out from the 15th of September and they will need to be returned by post by the 7th of November with a result expected to be announced by the Australian Bureau of Statistics on the 15th of November. Prime Minister Turnbull has said that if a no result is returned, then his party will not support a private member's bill in Parliament. The issue would then be delayed until the next election in 2019. If the result is yes, then the Special Minister of State and Finance Minister Matthias Cormann said that such a bill could be debated and voted on in Parliament by the end of this year. Switchboard Victoria an LGBTIQ telephone counselling service which covers the nation's second most populous state have reported a 30% increase of callers to their service and they have had to put on 16 extra staff. The vibe of the callers is that people are distressed. General Manager Joe Ball spoke to ABC Radio. Some people, you know, they're not in the inner city bubble and they may not be surrounded by people who are going to vote yes. And so we're getting people who are quite concerned and worried about what the next, what is going to be two months is going to look like. I'm Michelle Yater. And I'm Michael LeBeau. With News Wrap, a summary of some of the news in or affecting LGBTQ communities around the world for the week ending September 16th, 2017. Australia's Parliament passed emergency legislation this week amending laws against hate speech to specifically include the marriage equality postal plebiscite campaign. It addresses fears expressed even before the government decided to hold the mail-in vote of the distribution of ugly homophobic materials, verbal abuse, and threats of violence against the queer community, especially its most vulnerable young people. 
anyone found guilty during the campaign of intimidation or threats of harm based on a person's sexual orientation or gender identity or based on a person's religious convictions can be fined up to $12,500 and be slapped with a court injunction to prevent further violations. Meanwhile, a new Fairfax Media Ipsos poll conducted last week suggests that some 65% of those surveyed are certain to complete the postal survey, and that 7 out of 10 respondents will mark yes in favor of marriage equality. The survey has a 2.6% margin of error. It found expected participation was roughly equal across age groups. 64% of 18 to 24-year-olds described themselves certain to vote, as did 68% of those over 55. Ipsos pollster Jessica Elgood told The Age newspaper that she was surprised by that result. Generally, when you've got non-compulsory voting, you see the older cohort turning out to vote, she said. What's quite unusual here is we've got equally high likely turnout amongst the younger vote, which personally I think speaks to the salience of the issue for young people. It's looking good, it's looking good, it's looking good, it's looking good, it's looking good. With things looking very hopeful, Yes campaign leader Tiernan Brady said on Sky News, This is a vote about the lives and dignity of real people. It's a simple, straightforward question, but it's an incredibly important one, which will have a profound positive change on the lives of so many Australians. Undoubtedly, one of the highlights of the past couple of weeks was American rap singer Macklemore, with Mary Lambert performing Same Love at the National Rugby League Grand Final in Sydney on the 1st of October, which was televised to a huge national audience. Sport arguably has more fervent followers per head of population in Australia than religion in the United States. Macklemore will be donating the Australian earnings of his song to the Yes campaign. No laws gonna change us, we have to change us. Whatever God you believe in, we come from the same one. Show with the fear, underneath it's all the same love. About time that we raise the Although conservative politicians had voiced their opposition to the song being performed at the grand final, it was generally well received by sports fans and it was reported on Twitter and Facebook that at various pubs and clubs around Australia where the broadcast was screened, patrons booed at the No campaign ad which followed Macklemore and Lambert's performance. Meanwhile, the door knocking and phone banking for the Yes campaign continues. I went out with a team of door knockers from the opposition Labor Party two weekends ago. Hello. Hi, my name is John. I'm from the Labor campaign for marriage equality. We're just wondering to see whether you've already voted in the postal plebiscite. Absolutely. Actually, um, every one of the nine of us have voted. So. That's fantastic. It's fantastic. Exactly. And you've already got a little sticker there. Yes, so. actually, we've already got stickers. Yes. And you've all voted yes. All of us voted yes. Absolutely. Fantastic. All nine of us. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you so much. No problem at all. I also attended a phone banking session in the heart of Sydney last week and many positive responses from those calls have also been reported. Hi, my name's Amelia. I'm volunteering for the Yes campaign for marriage equality here in Sydney and I'm making calls today to see if you support marriage equality. Oh, that's so great to hear. That's fantastic. So have you already voted in the postal service? Hello, I'm Clover Moore, the Lord Mayor of Sydney, and I'm very pleased to welcome you to This Way Out, the weekly LGBTIQ plus radio magazine for all our genders and sexually diverse communities around the world and those 
who love them. Our listeners support This Way Out in many ways. By subscribing to our e-newsletter. Email us at info at thiswayout.org. And through your financial contributions to our program. More information about how you can give is online at thiswayout.org. Thank Thank you. you. The 15th of November. After three months of campaigning by both the yes and no sides, three months of door knocking, phone banking and television advertising, three months of endless media coverage, three months of homophobic slurs on social media and anger from sections of the LGBT community at having the validity of their relationships voted on, the Australian people have finally spoken. I went down to Prince Alfred Park next to Central Station in Sydney where about a thousand LGBTIQ Sydney-siders gathered to hear the results. For the national result, yes responses, 7,817,000. of Australians said yes to marriage equality, overwhelmingly putting Australia on the path to having same-sex marriage and becoming the 24th country to do so. 38.6% of respondents in the postal survey voted no. The Marriage Equality Postal Survey was non-compulsory, but still, the survey had an extremely good turnout at 79.5% of people returning their ballot forms. That is more than the recent election in the United States and France, and more than the Brexit poll. As many prominent LGBT campaigners for the Yes campaign hugged each other and danced for joy on stage, John Paul Young burst into song with his 1978 hit... Alex Greenwich, who is one of the leading figures in the Yes campaign and a local state politician in New South Wales, was the first to address the crowd. Love has had a landslide victory! Congratulations! Australians have come together like never before to say, I do to marriage equality and to say, I do to fairness and equality for everyone. We will reflect on this day as a day that has delivered an unequivocal mandate to our federal parliament to get on and get this done. Many of those who'd gathered to hear the news in Sydney were overwhelmingly ecstatic at the news. I just got engaged to Stuart. Stuart, show the ring. So we're so happy and not only did he say yes, but the country said yes. So what a fantastic result. Everyone's just so excited. It's an incredible day. It's incredible. It's a moment in history for all of Australia, gay and straight, and it's just beautiful. I first came out when I was 16 years old. I'm 62 now. This is a momentous day. Good on you, Australia.
In Canberra, a jubilant Malcolm Turnbull, who had always supported the Yes case, made an official announcement at Australia's Parliament House. The Australian people have spoken in their millions and they have voted overwhelmingly yes for marriage equality. They voted yes for fairness. They voted yes for commitment. They voted yes for love. And now it is up to us here in the Parliament of Australia to get on with it, to get on with the job the Australian people have tasked us to do and get this done this year before Christmas. Bill Shorten, the opposition Labor Party leader, spoke in Melbourne. What a fabulous day to be an Australian because Australia is ready for marriage equality. Today we celebrate, tomorrow we legislate. At the official announcement gathering at Parliament House in Canberra, Australia's first openly lesbian senator, Senator Penny Wong, was visibly in tears as the results were announced. Thank you, Australia. Thank you for standing up for fairness. Thank you for standing up for equality. Thank you for standing up for gay and lesbian Australians, the LGBTIQ community everywhere. Thank you for standing up for our families. The final comment I want to make is this. And that's to our community, the LGBTIQ community across Australia. You didn't want this process and it has been really hard for many of you. I know that because I've moved around the country and spoken to many of you. Uh, and I hope from this you can take a message of solidarity, of support, of decency from your fellow Australians. This is for all of us, no matter what way we want to live our life, it is that we must live as equal people within this country. Magda Zabanski has been a well-known television comedian in Australia since the 1980s. She came out in 2012 and has publicly supported the Yes campaign. She also spoke at the rally in Sydney. Well, I'm saying as an LGBTQI person, no matter what the result would have been, I would never have treated anyone who voted no with anything less than respect. I would never not be funny for them. Ian Thorpe has won the most Olympic gold medals than any Australian for swimming and is considered a national hero. I'd like to thank everybody who voted yes for a fairer and more equitable Australia. He came out publicly in 2014. The other people that I would really like to thank is our straight brothers and sisters who worked alongside us to make this happen. Quite simply, without you, we could never have done this. So thank you. During this last few months, there have been a lot of young people who have come out for the first time, but they've got a less than positive response in some cases. Tanya Plibersek is the Deputy Leader of the Opposition Labor Party. I want every single one of those young people to feel today the love and acceptance of the Australian community. Members of the ruling Conservative Coalition hard right faction are still hoping to push through stringent religious exemptions to the marriage equality bill, although due to the overwhelmingly positive result, it is now debatable to what extent they will be successful. What do we want? Equal love. When do we want it now? Yes. I said, what do we want? Equal love. When do we want it now? It's just Love the time is here right now
on Wednesday, the 29th of November, a private member's bill introduced to the Australian Parliament by Senator Dean Smith successfully passed the Australian Senate without amendments. The last major hurdle on the road to marriage equality becoming law in Australia. One of the most passionate parliamentary advocates for marriage equality in Australia has been Greens Senator Sarah Hanson-Young. She addressed the Senate in an emotional speech two days before the vote went to the Senate. She begins here by making reference to Senator Bob Brown, leader of the Greens from 2005 to 2012, an openly gay man, and she speaks on the Greens' stance on the same-sex marriage ban enacted by former Prime Minister John Howard. When Bob retired in 2012, I said to him, Bob, I'm really sorry that we haven't been able to reverse that awful law before your time was up. So today, today I stand here with my Greens colleagues finishing the job that Bob Brown started. The street party and parties that happened across the country on the day and the night on the 15th of November were so joyful. You could just feel the buzz and the excitement in the air. People who had wished a, res a yes result for their friends and family felt proud that they had been a part of it. The nation repaired its broken heart that had been damaged by the former Prime Minister John Howard's bill. Senator George Brandis, a member of the governing Conservative Liberal National Party coalition, holding the position of Australia's Attorney-General, voted in favour of the bill and spoke to the Senate of its importance. I want to reflect for a moment on the message this will send, in particular, to young gay people. By passing this bill, we are saying to those vulnerable young people, there is nothing wrong with you. You are not unusual. You are not abnormal. You are just you. There is nothing to be ashamed of. There is nothing to hide. You are a normal person, and like every other normal person, you have a need to love. How you love is how God made you. But perhaps the day belonged to openly gay coalition Senator Dean Smith, who first drafted the bill earlier this year. In a world where there are more tensions between people than ever, our country has offered a loving embrace to its own. As the Attorney-General said, in the course of a generation we have seen the LGBTI community move from rejection to tolerance, tolerance to acceptance, and now acceptance to embrace. We should be proud of that. I certainly am. This debate has demonstrated that the bill proposed is evolutionary in nature. There are no substantive changes. Is it perfect? No, as Senators Di Natale and McKim admitted in their second reading speeches. It is a compromise. But a few brief moments of joy is what our country has ached for, because we know it will result in a lifetime of joy for so many others. The compromises Senator Smith refers to includes giving religious celebrants the right to refuse to officiate at a same-sex wedding and churches being allowed to refuse access to their facilities for such occasions. Unity, diversity, generosity. They are the hallmark of this bill 
They are the hallmark of this chamber and they are the hallmark of our shared great country, Australia. I commend the bill and move that be read a third time. The votes were then tallied. The result of the division is ayes 43, noes 12. The matter is resolved in the affirmative. The bill has passed. In a show of cross-party goodwill and unity on the issue, several of the key senators and those who had voted for the bill spent a long time congratulating each other, embracing and exchanging handshakes. The bill had passed the Senate without the harsh religious exemptions most recently fought for inclusion by hard-right coalition senators who voted against the bill. Later, the opposition Labor Party's most senior LGBT senator, Senator Penny Wong, addressed the House. Mr President, laws matter. They endow rights. But they do more than this. They express our values, who we are and what we believe as a nation. I am often asked what this law means to me and my family. This law matters to loving couples across the country. But what is more important is what it means for all of us. What it says to young LGBTIQ Australians, what it says to the young man struggling with who he is, or the young woman who feels alone and ashamed, what it says to the children of same-sex couples who feel ostracised. It says to so many Australians, this parliament, this country, accept you for who you are. Your love is not lesser and nor are you. It says you are one of us. Every day it is a great privilege to stand in this place, but there are some days which are of great moment, which change our country for the better. This is such a day. Yeah. The bill now goes to the House of Representatives in early December, where it is expected to easily pass, as there is cross-party majority support for it on a conscience vote basis. The bill then goes to Australia's Governor-General to be signed into law. This is Barry Mackay in Sydney, Australia, for This Way Out. Hey, hey, mister, go tell your sister and the neighbour and your brother Send a message to my mother Cause we have good news, better buy new shoes You're gonna marry me Marry your sister and how bad Why don't you marry me? This country accept you for who you are. It says you are one of us. Australian same-gender couples began marrying in January 2018, and since then approximately 4.1% of Australian marriages have joined those couples. Still, conservative Christian groups have continued to push back in various ways. Former Prime Minister Scott Morrison promised that his Liberal Party would protect faith communities from having to tolerate LGBTQ plus people in society, but his religious discrimination bill died at the end of the 2022 legislative year. Current queer supportive Labour Prime Minister Anthony Albanese's efforts to reach an agreement about employment anti-discrimination policies with religious schools collapsed in 2023. Those tensions continue into the new year.
Thanks for choosing This Way Out, brought to you by the nonprofit Overnight Productions. Darren Kai reported from Sydney, Australia, with a news wrap of work by Michelle Yeager and Michael LeBeau, produced by Brian DeShazer. Ron Rifkin, The Carpenters, Elvis Presley, Macklemore with Mary Lambert, The Ruddles, ABBA, John Paul Young, Jade Leonard featuring Dolly Diamond and Luke Gallagher, and the Sydney Gay and Lesbian Choir performed some of the music you heard, and Kim Wilson composed and performed right the music. This way, I thanks Lee Sloan of Albuquerque, New Mexico, and Richard Merck and Brad Payton of Silicon Valley. Listener donors make this program possible. Ask us about how you can join them. Look for This Way Out Radio on social media, email us at info at thiswayout.org, or write to us at P.O. Box 1065, Los Angeles, California, 90078, USA. For associate producer Lucia Strapel and all of us at This Way Out, I'm Greg Gordon. The happiest of New Year's to you and yours, and thanks for listening online at thiswayout.org, or wherever you get your podcasts, and on WCRX, Chicago, Illinois, KRFE, Moscow, Idaho, Lofty FM, Adelaide Hills, South Australia, and a wide array of community terrestrial and internet radio stations around the world, including this one. Stay healthy, stay safe, and stay tuned.